When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back. I see that uh, Olympic great and Australian Sports Commission Chief Executive Kieran Perkins has had a bit to say about that whole Mankini thing involving equestrian writer Shane Rose, and he's he's horrified by the sight of it. I'll read you some of the quotes from Kieran, who was on the ABC across the weekend. But, um, wow, you just got to relax a little bit, brother. Uh, the first serve tonight from 8 o'clock uh, right across the SEN network. Uh, that's Eastern Daylight Saving Time. Let's continue this discussion about Jordan Thompson. Brett Phillips is on the line. It'll be a big, big focus of tonight. BP, I just had a caller um, who called in and, and A, like the fact that, you know, our network in particular and especially through you gives the, the time and the storylines to people like Jordan Thompson who are out there plugging away for such a long time and get their breakthrough win. But then we spoke about the tenacity of this fella in particular, 11 years on tour, 29 years of age, has to go around quite literally the longest way possible in that tournament, and he leaves there and heads to Acapulco now as a singles and doubles winner at the same one. What a weekend. Yeah, phenomenal, uh, Matty. I've just been uh, having some dialogue with Jordan in the last uh, hour. He has uh, he literally just arrived in Acapulco off about two hours sleep, and we, I'm trying to snare him for a chat for uh, tonight, so I'm trying to keep his eyelids open. I've had a chat to his dad, uh, dad Steve, who's on court in your neck of the woods in Sydney today, a well-known tennis coach in uh, Sydney. So we hope to have Steve on the show tonight. He's been, like all dads, you know, part uh, of uh, the journey. And, look, he's a ripper, uh, Jordan Thompson. He first struck me when we used to have the Australian Open wildcard uh, playoff uh, in December yeah. uh, in the back blocks of Melbourne Park. You know, where everyone was fighting tooth and nail, Matty, just to make it to the main draw. I'd love to see the wildcard playoff actually uh, brought back. Uh, a, lot, a lot would. Um, so you actually earn your spot uh, in the main draw. And here's this sort of, I think he was 17, 18 at the time from New South Wales. And he was animated. He was playing five set matches. And I thought, OK, he's got the right stuff. He has got work ethic galore. And look, he's always had a, a terrific IQ. I mean, you know, coming from a tennis family, uh, he's always been super fit, so he's he's ticked so many boxes. Never quite had the uh, the huge weapons uh, just to blow you off the court, uh, but right now he's playing the best tennis of his life. He's just so hard to play against, and he's uh, he's just cranked it up a little bit in terms of being a little bit more offensive. If there was one criticism in the past that you defend so well, Jordy, but when you know take your moment and really try and hit a winner to blow your opponent off the court. Uh, so now I feel like the, the offense and the defensive element is, is much more balanced. And look, he's been great at Davis Cup. He has stepped up. He's one of Leighton Hewitt's uh, favorites. Very good doubles player. Extraordinary yesterday in Los Cabos that he plays a singles final. Then he went out and played a double semifinal. And then <laughs> the doubles final all in one day. I don't think I've seen that. Uh, on the tour, Matt, and at 29 years of age, he's had his moment in the sun. I mean, John Millman won one title, and it took him till about the same age. He played his best tennis, Millman, between 28 and 32. So our Aussies, 
develop a little bit slower. Uh, but yeah, hopefully, um, you know, Jordan, who sits at 32, which is right where you want to be to get a, as a seed into the majors, hopefully, you know, the best is still in front of him. At this level in sport, across all sports, I mean, the, the first the first trick really is to get there and stay there, isn't it? I mean, that's that's kind of what it's all about to stay on that tour, essentially, as yep. you know, as we put it in golf terms, to keep your card. And then it's another thing to to have that breakthrough win or have that win. So, what does it mean uh, logistically? You know, even financially, not to mention the mental and emotional. Um, bounce that he'll get out of this what does it mean in pure tennis terms to get that first singles title yeah i suppose it's what you do after he's uh he's, he's going to be um you know key because he is 29 so you know a lot of players just the way tennis is moving now are playing some of their best tennis between sort of 30 and 35 you know they've they've matured they're they're hardened seasoned players they've you know, discovered their game. They've worked out what works, what doesn't. And some it takes a little longer. The breakthrough uh, takes longer. But if you're putting yourself up there in seeding uh, territory for the slams, it just uh, allows you to navigate your way through a little easier than drawing one of the big names so early. So, yeah, I mean, we, we always knew, I mean, his previous high, I think, had been 43. Then he'd slip back. Uh, he was in that sort of, you know, playing ATP and challenger sort of uh, zone. Uh, but you know, hopefully now. I mean, he just his tennis, I think, has gone up a huge notch. And what a week! I mean, to beat Kasparu, to beat Alexander Zverev, two Grand Slam finalists, to beat um, young Alex Mickelson, who's going to be an absolute star when he was six love down in the opening set. Uh, it, it is a, is a well earned victory that will mean a hell of a lot to him. And I think he will get a lot of confidence. I mean, I've I've seen him beat good players across the journey. I was at Indian Wells last year when he beat Tsitsipas. Uh, saw him at Miami a few years ago. He beat uh, Dimitrov on one of the outside courts. So he's always had the capability, Jordan, um, but you know maybe not quite uh, that belief. And he does wear his heart on his sleeve and the balance of emotions and trying to stay in the zone. Uh, it's, it's been a work in progress, but gee, he, he works his absolute backside off. I mean, the guy sitting courtside with him today, because Mariko Matosevic is coaching him and Chris O'Connell, can't be in two places at once, but he's, um, his fitness trainer is with him the whole time. He's had a base in Florida for a number of years. Uh, Jordy doesn't come back to Australia and uh, he's got himself into such good physical nick to compete on this tour, which gives you half a chance. Yeah, awesome. All right, mate, I better let you go because you, you need to keep Jordan awake and obviously <laughs> you'll have a chat with his dad, which will be fascinating tonight. So um, we'll look forward to that tonight. It's a, it's a great day for Australian tennis and you'll soak it all up tonight. Have a good show. Uh, indeed. Thank you, Matt. Brett Phillips there. So make sure you tune in later on tonight for the first serve right here on SEN. It is a really good story. Coach Case just give me some news here about Sydney Swans midfielder Luke Parker. Um, it's been confirmed he suffered a broken arm in last week's match against the GWS Giants, the simulation match. Injury in the last quarter of the game. He's had surgery on Friday. We'll meet with specialists again this coming Friday to return uh, his or to work out his return to play date. So that information that has been made official via the Swans this morning, but that's a pity for Luke Parker. And let's hope he can get back out there as soon as possible. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy is my open line number. If you've got an issue you'd like to discuss, now is the time to do it. Pick up the phone and give me a call, or you can send a text 0457 736 736. Uh, actually, on that, Tony says, Matt, just one more on Brian Toto. 
Do you reckon someone should pull him aside and say, you don't have to return every kick by running into three defenders? He seems to revel in it. You can go one-on-one occasionally. Uh, no, no, I think uh, I think it seems to have worked okay, don't you reckon? <laughs> I don't think anyone needs to pull him aside and say anything. Um, now, Kieran Perkins, KP, the great KP, is now the chief executive and has been for the Australian Sports Commission, said he was horrified by the sight of Shane Rose in the Mankini thing, saying it set a poor example. Now, we know how all that played out on the ABC TV's Offsiders program. Kieran said, I was actually horrified. I know there's been a narrative that it's a good old Aussie bloke just having a little bit of fun, but what those pictures didn't show you is the pictures I saw, which is of a 50-year-old man, semi-naked, jumping a horse at a community event, surrounded by jumping over jumps at a community event, surrounded by people of all ages. I'm sure what we've learned is that role models need to pay close attention to the impact they're having on everyone around them and think about what that means for not only themselves, but their sport. I hope we never see a mankini in public in that kind of environment again. Kieran is one of our greatest ever Olympians. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. And does a terrific job in the role that he's got. The only thing I can agree on there is that I hope too that we never see a mankini in public again. Take out in that kind of environment, just again, we don't need mankinis in public, but just needs to relax a little bit on this one. Just relax a little bit on this. He says, we have to acknowledge that when you're a medalist and you're going for a Games, that you have a broader impact on the community. It was a bloke having a bit of fun at a fancy dress. Let's deal with it for what it is, which is exactly that. You don't need to come over the top of it with all of this breakdown of it. Yes, they went through the process. Somebody complained. Move on. And as a former athlete, Kieran should know that better than absolutely anyone. The focus is on the Olympic Games, not some fancy dress event that made some cool headlines. But I agree. Mankinis, get rid of them.